To start, I want to read you guys something in this book, The Chamber of Secrets. It says, well, uh, if you must know, Ginny uh, walked in on me the other day when I was, uh, well, <laughs> never mind. The point is, she spotted me doing something, and I um, asked her not to mention it to anybody. I must say, I didn't think she'd keep her word. It's nothing, really. i just rather... what was percy doing absolutely no comment (laughs) (laughs) plead the fifth on this one oh i gotta find where this is this is so funny aren't you what what notes did you take on that dan i don't remember but uh i'm sure we all know what he was doing also, I want to note this too. When we are recording this podcast, we have not read the final penultimate chapter of the Chamber of Secrets. This is what we're doing. We are going to talk over the th- next three chapters, 16, 17, and 18. And then we are going to all together read the book, the last chapter. 16 and 17. And then we're going to... 15, 16, and 17. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. 15, 16, and 17. We're going to read the last chapter, which is 18 together. And then we're going to record that, like our live reactions to that immediately. So... That's what we're doing. We don't know the end yet. But what was Percy doing? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) He was practicing spells. Forbidden spells. (laughs) Poor Jenny. She needs that memory. Like, poor sister. Well, welcome to our podcast. I'm John. (laughs) Jen. Danny. And Kristen. This is Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. Okay, I could use your guys' help. Whoever is listening to this podcast, we were looking to start a website that's kind of like a forum where we can discuss some of this stuff, but I think the easiest thing to do right now is create a subreddit. So I just created a subreddit called r slash readers, and I could use your help with a lot of stuff. Just community. I want to talk to you guys, figure out what questions I should ask Jen, Danny, and Kristen. And then also, I have some questions for you guys about... <laughs> okay, so side note, we are about two weeks ahead of the release date of this podcast. So we just recorded an episode on chapters six to 10 of The Prisoner of Azkaban. And it was about three and a half hours. <laughs> so I want to know if you would listen to a three and a half hour podcast or if I should break that up into two different podcasts. That would really help me a lot. I have a few more questions about the kind of like podcast format that we should do. And I just want input on how you guys like this podcast so far. I want to talk about different questions that I should ask our first time readers and how you guys are just generally enjoying this podcast. It's not going to be a big community, I'm guessing, um, but I would really, really like to know what everyone thinks. And I have a ton of questions that I want to ask you guys about how we can make this podcast better. Again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support. Also, give us a rating and review because it helps podcasts out a ton. And then go check out our subreddit. That would be incredible. I like squawked over your head. No, I like that's it. great. It's good. <laughs> that stuff makes it so good, guys. Go on. I um, have oh, the man. worst Fred. visuals. Right I, know. I know. Let's move on. But <laughs> we're moving on from that very quickly. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Actually, anymore. I didn't even think he was doing anything dirty. Oh, you're innocent. I wrote, <laughs> "Could he be someone else?" And using polyjuice potion. <gasps> it was so suspicious. I thought he was not Percy. Whoa. If Hermione can do polyjuice, anyone can. 
What? An experienced I mean. wizard who has graduated. Any professor, you know, like sixth years, blah, blah, blah. If a second year Hermione, I have to imagine she's the equivalent of an average fifth year, right? So the point is, I feel like there would be a lot of people at Hogwarts who could do a polyjuice potion. She had to get the recipe from that. And did they have to secret. steal something? I was going to say they stole from Snape. Library. This but is we got to like imagine accessible some thing. other students have done some funny business. Yeah. You know, Dumbledore has ways of being invisible. Sure. He's very advanced. But that means there are just some very creative spells that could, could make it happen. Like, no doubt Fred and George could be able to brew this potion. Yep. And they're they acting like Percy the just making a area of the library to get the spells. Remember? She got a note from Lockhart. Well, you yeah, but Fred Lockhart and George gave did? that so easy. And I bet maybe even prefects would have that automatically. Maybe that's why someone needs to be Percy. So he, they could get into some area or into Gryffindor Tower or whatever. And but maybe, anyways. maybe Lockhart's gay and he was really ah. influenced by Fred and George Weasley there. Ooh, yep. <laughs> We're going to end that right there. <laughs> yeah. Can we redo the whole intro? Yes. <laughs> and only have Danny talk. Redo. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Well, getting into it. Chapter hmm. 15 is a chapter yes. called Aragog. Oh, the spiders. Oh, that's that's the best description that we have. That's how we're going to describe, describe this chapter. Ugh, spiders. Worst. Um, this chapter opens up, obviously, with Dumbledore being sent off to Azkaban. And McGonagall takes his place as temporary headmistress. Wait, but Dumbledore wasn't actually going to Azkaban, right? No. But Hagrid was? and Yeah, he wasn't, he, uh, he wasn't being sent to uh, Azkaban. Hagrid was being sent to Azkaban. He was just sacked. Right, right. Um. But who do you think would be the best person to replace Dumbledore as headmaster or headmistress? Was it McGonagall? Do you think someone else? Lockhart? No. Ooh. No, definitely not. No, I think <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel like McGonagall would sense. keep everything in line. Stern. Mm. Yeah. Strict. Yeah. She'd hold everything together well. And Dumbledore trusts her. So I'm like, she's yeah. going to do what Dumbledore would want her to do. Mm-hmm. Like Dumbledore's right-hand woman over there. Yeah. Like yeah. not exactly maybe as skilled as Dumbledore. But uh, very like stern. <laughs> I thought you were like closing your eyes. Like, yes, she is. She's a woman. She can do anything. <laughs> Jen is the token feminist. I, no, I just pro women. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's definitely like the stern person who would definitely keep everything in line. Um, do you think? Do you think that it's irresponsible for Harry to leave the cloak at Hagrid's because he doesn't think he'll need it in the forest? Yep. I wrote that down and circled it and got mad. Yeah. <laughs> Carry that thing with you. What are you doing? Why would you not want that? Is it heavy? It can't be that heavy. No, probably not. And even if it is, it's worth carrying it around. That is like yeah. your get out of jail free card. But with animals, as we do see, insects, wouldn't they like smell you out anyway if you're invisible? Honestly, yeah. A lot of animals maybe could, um, but... It's not a bad idea to have it around. Yeah, it just felt hurt. silly that he was like, oh, I won't need this. He's he a kid. He's not yeah. fully thinking it through. Yeah. But he has been flag. like too casual with this thing. He's leaving it all over the place. In book one, he leaves it at the top of the tower after they carried the dragon mm-hmm. up. He drops it somewhere else. It keeps getting returned. He's leaving it at Hagrid's. I'm also just thinking someone else could take this thing. This is valuable. This is powerful. He should be treating it with more respect. But he's a 12-year-old with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. What well, he puts on himself, though. I feel like he chooses what he wants to put on himself, though. Because, like, like, does what? he understand the weight of leaving the cloak around? 
Well, yeah, you're right. Maybe he doesn't. Ron was impressed and was like, oh my goodness, what is that? Yeah. That's so cool. Maybe but he's, he's kind of like, oh, okay. There's another section in these chapters that I was confused about that I had to reread this a few times. Um, when his when whoever comes in to raid the room and they take retake the diary, it says the cloak was on the ground and the cloak had a tear in it. Is this talking about his actual invisibility cloak? I because that's another that's like not maybe not irresponsible because someone actually came into the room and ripped it, but hmm. I thought that was the invisibility cloak. Oh, I thought it was just like his robes but Maybe, I, yeah. I couldn't tell if that's what they called the robes casually like a cloak um why wouldn't they steal the invisibility cloak because that seems like the best thing there yeah, right okay. i think he's i think he's way too careless with the invisibility cloak he's gotta keep nothing on him at all times like don't be mm. a hoarder but like carry it into the forbidden forest with you so that you if like there's any creatures you can maybe slightly avoid them like mm. think a little bit harry come on and then uh, they follow spiders. What animal do you hate or that creeps you out more than any other animals? Spiders. It's <laughs> like you would be dabbed out here. I hate them. I hated reading that chapter. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are little demons. <laughs> I have to say, there's a, there's a, um, I'm going to spoil one line from the movies for you guys. But there's a great line in the movie where I texted this to you. Because I didn't know if it said this in the books, but in the book it says Ron just goes follow the spiders, like a, like ridiculous. We have to follow the spiders. In the movie, Ron storms out of the forest and goes follow the spiders, follow the spiders. Why can't it be follow the butterflies? <laughs> I love that <laughs> oh, line. Goodness. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's such a good one. Um, yeah, that would be nice. What other animal healthy. creeps you guys out that you wouldn't want to like come in contact with? Snakes, spiders, mm. any, everything in this book right now. <laughs> Bug bears. <laughs> yeah. Bear, yep, bears. Cave crickets. Mm. You guys ever oh, encounter yeah. those nasty Wait, alien looking things? What'd we you... called them bouncers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call them? They're like in Cave crickets. They look like grasshoppers. Oh, they have like those really tall ugly. legs. They have big horns on their butt. Hmm. Do we they? call them rickets. Uh, we have wood crickets. Do they have a nice they butt? Have cave crickets. They have a nice butt. <laughs> They got a big <laughs> horn on their butt. Hmm. <laughs> a reverse unicorn. These guys literally look like little aliens. This is my so this is uh, my Batman experience. I am Batman, but with crickets. Whoa! <laughs> I was I was at my house. Oh, those things! Yeah, they're there. Oh, let me see. Uh, yeah, are those cave one. crickets or wood crickets? That's cave crickets. That's yeah. That's what I'm talking about too. Those are we call them wood crickets. Oh, okay. They're so and they're awful. They're disgusting. But I was cleaning so a, a well at my parents' house. They have like a little well on the property. And I was down in there with a the ladder because I had to get like a dead squirrel out of there. And I was trying to get this thing out. And it took me like 10 minutes to like be able to scoop this thing up with a rake. And then all of a sudden I put my hand under this rock and I look under the rock and there's like 10 of them upside down, hanging upside down. Oh, all just chilling there under this rock. And I look under every rock and there's like I'm surrounded by them. And I freaked <laughs> out. And all of a sudden some of them started jumping on me. And I <laughs> and was they in set this each well. other off. So yeah, they all they, yeah, yeah. It was like oh. mousetrap setting each other off. So I was in this well, freaking out, got out, and then I became Ricket Man by night. So I <laughs> defeat criminals with the powers of crickets. <laughs> Just like Batman was in a cave. <laughs> sounds terrifying. It was awful. Mm. Oh, it was the worst ever. Oh. Oh, those, those creep me out more than anything else. I hate those things so much. But Harry asks a few important questions here. He goes... And you, you didn't come from the Chamber of Secrets, said Harry, who could feel a cold sweat on his forehead. And then they ask, Harry asks him what the creature is. And 
Aragog goes, that thing, uh, the thing that lives in the castle is an ancient creature we spiders fear above all others. Well do I remember how I pleaded with Hagrid to let me go when I sensed the beast moving about in the school. Um, what do you think of Aragog and do you like, uh, what do you think of this whole like, just this chapter in general, with the spiders, with Aragog, with Aragog stories, how is it all piecing the story together for you guys? I wasn't super psyched on it. Something just felt weird about it. I love Aragog, that like character and the the spider stuff, but the um the car being like alive now felt a little weird. I was like, wait, it's like a dog. Like, what kind of thing did Mister Weasley like put on this? Um, and so that felt a little weird. And then the spiders like speaking English. Um, something about it just felt out of control, and that Hagrid would even send them there. I'm like, again, irresponsible by Hagrid to send these kids to find these spiders, like with purpose sent them there. But if it wasn't for kind of just getting lucky, they would have been eaten by spiders. Yeah, they didn't even tell him anything. Yeah. like I got they, really frustrated with that. Did they actually learn anything? No. Yeah. Well, they learned that the... <laughs> no, no, they learned they that did. Hagrid did not yeah. open the oh, chamber. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. is yeah. important. But... Yeah. That was kind of it. And they learned that this is an actual, like, beast in the Chamber of Secrets. Something spiders are scared of. So, the more intimidation and Hagrid is innocent. That's good, I guess. Um, but at what cost did Hagrid send them there? Right. I didn't think that was worth it. It's not he like... sent them there? Yeah, because he said follow Remember, the spiders. Yeah, he, he said that. To go to... They were throwing him in Azkaban. So, he directly told them go into like this super dangerous thing i'm like these spiders are more dangerous than whatever's in the chamber at this point um but maybe he so thought it that foolish. it was his friend right aragog he did and it was but, like oh he won't harm any of my friends yeah maybe that's that classic haggard again giving yeah. the benefit yeah. of the doubt like an animal yeah. so i wasn't like mad at haggard too much well i did write in all capital letters irresponsible exclamation yeah. point. <laughs> he is um, clearly irresponsible yeah. I don't know. I, I just, just had mixed feelings about that. I was that. more annoyed at the spider because I'm like, just mm. say what was in it. What like? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I got annoyed mm. with because I'm like, they could have found that out at the expense of them possibly dying. And but. this was the difference between Hagrid's advice and Dumbledore's advice. Dumbledore's advice, they had to figure out it would take them time, and they'd find out what he was talking about at the proper time. It wasn't something that just came to them immediately. With uh, with uh, Hagrid going, whoever wants to find something, just follow the spiders. You're like, okay, there's no subtlety behind that. But I think Hagrid just wants to do it almost to clear his own name, which seems selfish. That's like what I was the spiders saying. won't really tell him anything. If ha- if Hagrid Hagrid's actually tried to get information out of the spiders, the spiders mm. do not tell him about what the beast is. And why would Hagrid think that they would tell Harry then? Someone who the spiders don't know at all. So mm. it seems so irresponsible, but it seems like Hagrid is there just trying to clear his name because he's about to go to Azkaban. And he's like, I want my favorite students to know that I'm not guilty, which is just I mean, it's cute, but it's irresponsible. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like an irresponsible, irresponsible panic response. Yeah. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Maybe it is, it is just out of panic. He's mm. about to go to Ask Man and he's terrified. So he's yeah. like, he's like, this is my only chance. Maybe if they find out, they can clear my name. He's like, Dumbledore said something wise. Uh, go follow the spiders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in. Yeah. And he's in Ask Man. He's like, Harry's going to die. Yeah. That was silly. <laughs> but also, maybe he assumed that Harry was more responsible. Like, he wouldn't just go wandering in in the middle of the night. He'd go during the day and with some I backup. Mean, and, but then he know, doesn't know like, Harry at all. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, that's so it totally just felt, out of character. <laughs> it just felt weird, the whole thing. Did you guys have any other theories on who opened the chamber at this point? Like, when you found out Hagrid didn't open the chamber, were you like, hmm, 
I think it's Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> I really didn't. Really? No. I mean, not that I really did a deep dive. Yeah. Because I just keep reading, but... Um, I was thinking it was Snape. I thought Riddle might be Snape. Mm. I didn't know how a name change would have happened, but they just said he had black hair. So that was on my mind. Like, um, Snape is the only, well, maybe not the only, but he's the first character I thought of who has black hair. I find that um, J.K. Rowling always talks about the hair. She always Mm. describes people in like five words and hair is like a few of those words. So I said, all right, black hair. Cool. Maybe it's him. But it just felt too weird. So I wasn't that confident in any of it. Yeah. No real theories. I'll say too, I think this book, and I've told you guys this before off podcast, but I think this book is my least favorite. When you read the first one, you're given clues. Like if you read it again, you will be able to see what is happening. And you're like, oh, I could see how it's Quirrell. We all know the end. Anybody who's listening to this podcast knows the end of this book already because we're on the end podcast of Chamber of Secrets. But when you read the Chamber of Secrets, you you would read it and you're like, there's no clear indicators that it would be Tom Riddle. Like there's, it's not, it doesn't feel like a mystery that much. It's just like, you don't know who opened the chamber of secrets and you're just trying to find out rather than like piecing things together. So I, I don't, both of these books are my two least favorite, although I love them with everything in me, but this uh, philosopher's stone or the, or the sorcerer's stone ranks slightly above chamber of secrets for that reason. Hmm. It feels like a better written mystery novel. Right, right. Rather yeah. than this one where you're just, you just don't know. And you find out yeah. a lot at the end, but you just don't know. Yeah. But we'll get there. Like, because I think some of the best mysteries, it's when you feel so close to getting it and you actually could have gotten it if you mm-hmm. took a little more time mm-hmm. um, and you feel silly when you see the answer. But for this, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. So I didn't feel like the pieces were not there. I wasn't being taunted in the same way that some of the other books uh well, the first book and other mysteries have taunted me in the past. Mm-hmm. All right, we're on to the next chapter, which is the Chamber of Secrets. What oh, happened? Wait, what this? happened to the car? Is this car just off in the woods now? It's, it's a wild it came car. Wild though. So what does that even mean? He's just driving around, <sighs> and it doesn't fly anymore because when it left the it, woods, it was it driving. Yeah. Too much I was by like, the tree. <laughs> um, got shaken up. Yeah, it's just funny. How does it have enough fuel to go? I guess it's magic, obviously, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. need fuel anymore. Yeah off being uh <laughs> fuels itself from the forest yeah. <laughs> it's an it's an introvert a tree fuels home. itself by uh <laughs> being alone in the woods and then it comes <laughs> out <laughs> hmm like tarzan what'd you say jen tarzan. No, I, was like, I thought i went back to the weasley's house <laughs> <laughs> you like that one <laughs> did you hear what, what he said? said no he said oh i like... said it's wandering in the woods like tarzan it's carzan Oh, I didn't write a summary of this chapter. You're up, Jen. The Chamber of Secrets. Oh, <laughs> I wrote, uh, does it, does it. they find the Chamber of Secrets, dot, 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 and that Lockhart is a fraud. Mm, let's nice. talk about that real quick. Why? And this is the, this is one of my last questions for the chapter, but I want to talk about it now because this is so important. Did you know Lockhart was a fraud from the beginning of this book? I felt like he was yes okay jen would you say so too uh yeah i think i thought maybe he was just hiding something at first maybe not necessarily a fraud but like he was covering by being terrible at spells and everything mm. that he was covering up being evil maybe or something mm. that's what mm. i was thinking possibly but as we got i mean this chapter yeah <laughs> 
pain. <laughs> I can't stand. It's so annoying. Why would Dumbledore hire this man? Yeah, I haven't figured that out. In yeah, my that head was weird. Yet, I don't get it. No one else wanted it. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Because everyone becomes something happens to them. I forget where that is, but it's somewhere in a book mm-hmm. or the movie. <laughs> yeah, that is. It, it, like no one wants this position. At the same point, even though no one wants it, do you think Dumbledore knows that this guy is a fraud? All the teachers know he's a fraud. Do you think they know the extent of how he's, how much he's a fraud? Do you think Dumbledore specifically knows? Oh, yeah. I kind of think so, to. yeah. Like, you think he would know that this guy is going around obliviating people, like doing memory charms on people, erasing their memories and stealing them. And do you think he knows to that extent? He knows so much. Though. Yeah, he does know. know so much. I feel like I didn't think of him as knowing all of the extent, but maybe he did. Maybe he wanted to keep him right under his nose. Maybe even catch him in the act so he could get him put him what put away somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do you close. think like him hiring would be this whole long process of like Dumbledore knows? So this is the, the way that he can bring justice about to all these other wizards. Hmm. I like to believe that now. At the jeopardy of the students. That, but then do you also feel like that's weird. highly irresponsible that he's their teacher for a whole yeah. year and he's just yeah. hatching this plan. He's like, you, he's like, throw a year of your education out of the window. Right. They're not learning about defense against the dark arts mm-hmm. right now because he's just setting pixies loose in the classroom <laughs> and messing everything up. Seriously. It's dangerous for the kids yeah. too. I mean, I we've already established magic that can heal he them. He would but. go that far, lock her. That he was like, okay, I'm going to pr- like try to do these spells. Like, why would he put the students in danger when he knows he's a fraud? He didn't care. Like, he keeps doing... Yeah, I know. That's why I hate him. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's his pride. Um, So, we also find out... So, this is my theory. I've been waiting to tell you guys. Because I looked this up online (laughs) and I couldn't find anything really online about it. Um, One of his... So, he goes around and he does memory charms on people. um, And he erases their memory. And then he will take their story... And then write it about himself. One of his books is called Travels with Trolls. Do you know who else had a good affinity with trolls? Quirrell. Do you guys think that there's a possibility that Lockhart could have performed some kind of memory charm on Quirrell? And and so here's my basis for this. I had a teacher. I had a Greek teacher in grad school who lost his memory. He was the best Greek... um, up and coming mind in the world they said he was he was he wrote this greek grammar that was revolutionary for the system everyone uses it to this day he lost his memory he had a disease that he lost his memory and he didn't remember his wife's name couldn't even remember his wife's name he had to relearn from his own book like do you think Whoa. that it's like the, the same idea like this memory charm um had like the synapses in his brain were like washed over but they were in a race so when he was like maybe Quirrell had his whole memory race he didn't know working with trolls anymore then maybe he like took on a fully grown mountain troll with which is worth only five points <laughs> he took one on it and the, the synapses in his in his head fired and he became good with trolls again do you think that travels with trolls could possibly be about Quirrell oh my gosh that would be cool yeah that would make sense I mean, it definitely could be. Hmm. And then that's how Voldemort took on his body. Maybe. I don't know. I just nerded out about that. I like found that the other day and I was like, Quirrell's good with trolls. <laughs> he has a book called Travels with Trolls. What the heck? Hmm. So that's my theory for that. 
But I still just don't know why Dumbledore would hire him in the first place. That is that just seems weird to me. I just don't understand that, and I haven't been able to understand that. Yeah, there's too many risks. I don't like it. I like mm. you piece that together, though. That's really interesting. Mm. <laughs> what if Dumbledore just didn't know? It feels weird. Like if he knew, why would he hire him? But he knows yeah. so much. I, I just know. like I can't. Don't I can't imagine him not knowing. Know. Right. And he he even knew that Hagrid wasn't the person that like. I mean, right. not that that's a tall tale, whatever of knowing the future, but like he was the one that like believed Hagrid that wasn't that didn't open the chamber or whatever. I feel like so. In my understanding, I feel like Dumbledore's knowledge is slightly better than most of the other teachers' knowledge. Like the teachers all know Lockhart's a fraud, but they don't know the extent of how he's a fraud. I feel like Dumbledore knew there was something shadier going on with this, and so maybe he wanted to take or uh, Lockhart under his wing just to figure what that was, figure out what that was. And then when he figured it out, obviously <laughs> this guy shouldn't be teaching anymore, but maybe it wasn't crazy irresponsible, but I feel like Dumbledore is playing games of chess over here, hmm. which is just weird to do as a teacher. And then there's another point in this book too, where um, uh, let me read this line to you. Cause this is like the, a very important line for this whole chapter. The heir of Slytherin, said Professor McGonagall, who was very white, left another message right underneath the first one. Her skeleton will lie in the chamber forever. Professor Flitwick burst into tears. Who is it? Said Madame Hooch, who had sunk weak-kneed into a chair. Madame Hooch finally doing something good. Which student? <laughs> <laughs> she asked. Ginny Weasley, said Professor McGonagall. Harry felt Ron slide silently down onto the wardrobe wardrobe floor beside him. I hated that part. Ugh. Thinking about my siblings, like if I were in Ron's place, Ugh. I probably would have passed out. Ugh. And no. that, that whole day they go back to the common room and it's like the worst day imaginable because yeah. mm. Hogwarts is about to close and all the Weasleys are just chilling there together. I have a question that I don't know if I skimmed over in the book, but... Is remember when Ginny was saying I left my diary? Is this the diary that she mm -hmm. left? Yep. So where did she find it? An interesting question. We'll find out. We we don't know the end yet. Oh, because we haven't read the last chapter. <laughs> ah! Wait, why did I not put that together? I thought mm -hmm. she like found it. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. That is why, why she freaked out yeah. and they had to go back. I okay. mean, I do love Rowling's writing because you're like she throws one sentence lines in there where you're yep. like, you read again and you're like. Uh -huh. She went back for the diary. What the heck? Where'd but she get this? But it's such a long out. relationship. Yeah. I thought it was like a quick thing. Right. No. So no what? Ugh. And was I like was like a nine-month relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the term opening to the term closing. Oh, I didn't even calculate that out. <laughs> yeah. So I was shocked with learning all that about Ginny. Oh, uh-oh. That's this chapter, right? It's giving me weird feelings. Because I never put it together about the diary that far back. Oh, right. No? Me too. Before school. I'm like, I mean, it makes a lot so more sense. So that was like after they went to Diagon Alley. So who do you think gave it to them? Well, now. How I do you think she got it? I'm like, well, they interacted with a lot of people in Diagon Alley. Oh, that's true. And it could have been that same hooded person that gave Hagrid the dragon. I need to read the beginning. No, but then no, he would have been was, dead was, already. Yeah. It was Quirrell. That was Quirrell. So never he mind. Gone. Could he have given it to before? Maybe. Well, it could have been Lockhart at the bookstore. It could have been Lucius Malfoy. Um, 
it could have been quite a few people anyone really i mean once you're in Diagon alley all the wizards are there so it could be something we but haven't they had to seen. have known that Ginny had something with harry or no that was what did he say in the journal he said once i found out about her obsession with harry or he already knew that she liked harry that's what i forget Ginny. well he found out don't through do the that <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> she has left the room. I've never seen you do that expression. It's so exciting to me. Oh. Wait, am I getting ahead of the chapter? No, no. I mean, you're that right is on the point. Air Slytherin chapter, so that, that is the next one. But we'll let's combine them all. Oh, sorry. Let's combine okay. this because both of these are pretty much one unit. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to separate these chapters. But keep going. Um. Yeah. That was, that was it. <laughs> uh, well, I got distracted mm. by your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Weird. Now I'm trying to go right into seventeen and and read more. I'm like, wait, what happened? Wait, I know. I need to see like what how it's. Well, worded. I'm like trying to replay it in my mind of like. She gets the diary. We don't know where she gets it yet. But at some point during the summer or before, she could have had this thing for years for all we know. But at some point she gets a crush on Harry and she's writing about it in the diary. And we've all picked up on it. Other students have picked up on it. Kids are singing her little Valentine thing in the hallway. So everyone kind of knows that. Even Harry does. Um, I still can't figure out what about that is giving power to the memory. That dynamic feels a little weird. Um but we're kind of getting to the next chapter. Hmm. Where did I, you get the diary? I know. Hmm. I cannot wait to listen to this with you guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, it there's there's a few other random questions. We'll get we'll get back to some of these in a second. But there's another one that I wanted to, I want to talk about. They say they're gonna send the students home the next day, the next morning. Shouldn't they send the students home immediately? Like there is a message on the wall that says. Jenny Weasley, essentially Jenny Weasley's skeleton will lie in the chamber forever. A student is going to die. Why would they wait till the morning to send the students home? That's weird. Yeah. The like train like doesn't run. Well, night. the train does take <laughs> nine hours to get there. Maybe it was in London. <laughs> They're true. like, yeah. call the steam line up here, you know, get that Magic. thing going. I know. And that would make sense. Then overnight, it'll be there by the morning. Maybe that was just the fastest it could be done. And an owl has to fly to London, too, to tell them to send the steam engine up. <laughs> That's true. We're adding hours on as we speak. Wow. <laughs> Were the kids pretty much safe in their dorms, though? They keep that mentality going. Kind like, of. the dorms almost yeah. feel kind of sacred. Like, you're yeah. safe there. Everyone being together. Because is... nobody was petrified from their room, right? Mm -hmm. And just remember, there is no safer place than Hogwarts. Okay. Oh my gosh! That meme and Absolutely it was like absurd. Hogwarts security, and it's like a deadbolt with a Cheeto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, That's so accurate. Yeah. Well, if you don't know the password, security. then you're good. You're safe. Yeah. Oh, right. right. Maybe it's just a painting. So, like, if you have like a little uh, knife, yeah. what um, happens like, if you cut into it? Yeah. Does it kill the? Does it kill the painting? painting? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, the, the next chapter bleeds into the, this one. Um, I won't make you guys do a summary, but um, it's like this is how we meet the heir of Slytherin. Um, we find out who uh, Tom Riddle is, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, they found out about Hermione holding the yeah 
the paper with the yep. description mm-hmm. of the beast. Yeah. And why, what not to do to so get Hermione killed. Hermione figured this out months ago, but she yeah. got petrified, which is just devastating because she could have, we, this, none of this stuff could have happened. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ripping and a page out of the book seems like a bit much. Would she do that? Maybe. It's a desperate time. It was maybe, worth but. it. I actually like that. I actually like, like, like this description because she reveres books so much, but this is such a dire position that she would rip a page out of the book. And she for wrote it. on it too. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. wrote pipes on it. Mm-hmm. Hermione. She's so smart. Marginalia. <laughs> and it's from say? an old library book too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. From an old library book. Mm-hmm. Oh, this it, is where the ghost thing came up. Um that you'd have to be like determined to be a ghost. Um because when Myrtle is telling her story and being all like flattered oh, about her death, um, she says she was determined to haunt Olive Hornby. Um, and then she kind of jokes or says that uh, she was sorry she'd ever laughed at my glasses. So I think it's that determination that fueled her ghostness. Yeah. So I still can't figure out if only wizards can become ghosts or if anyone can, but you kind of have to want it. Like, don't go to the light. Maybe there's some other place you can go to become a ghost. Like a moral lesson of what bitterness will get you in life. <laughs> I'll make you become a miserable ghost for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's, I, there's some interesting questions about ghosts here. Can they actually die? Um, who becomes a ghost? I think she is so obsessed with hmm. haunting this woman who, or the student who made fun of her that she is easily pass into a ghost life hmm. because she wants to haunt Olive Hornby, poor Olive Hornby. Oh I thought God. it was also weird earlier that um, nearly headless Nick could even be petrified, first of all, because he can be affected. And then the fact that he could be blown around by wind. <laughs> I was going to say we laughed at that oh, part. Yeah. I was like, like blew them it was funny, but also I was like, okay, they're like, he's not a poltergeist, but there are things in the physical world that can impact him still. Yeah. Mm. So it's interesting. Yeah, if you have to get in a ghost fight, you can do some tornado spell or yeah. something. And keep away. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Swirl them up a bit. <laughs> yeah, because we talked about this before. Myrtle can manipulate water, so like ghosts can oh, yeah. manipulate oh, fire, right. air, and water a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, we probably already did talk about it, but I'm just like, this, the whole ghost thing is weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's exciting. <laughs> it's like you're just a ghost floating around, and all of a sudden you hit a drafty corridor, and you can't get up the corridor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just go through a wall and go through the next one. Um, this is one of the opening parts of this chapter. A black-haired boy, or a tall black-haired boy, was leaning against the nearest pillar, watching. He was strangely blurred around the edges, as though Harry was looking at him through a misted window. But there was no mistaking him. Tom? Tom Riddle? Did you suspect Tom Riddle? I don't think so. But then I'm getting mixed because I watched the movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I didn't trust him, but I didn't really suspect him. I was overlooking the power of manipulation. Mm. Yeah, I can't give an honest answer because I already knew. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, true. Right. Keep forgetting. Oh, also, I don't know. I think you're reading the same book as me. Um, The little beginning of the chapter drawing. Unacceptable spoilers. I will not be looking at that little picture at the top of the chapter anymore. What is the drama? Most of the time, it's been pretty chill, just something vague or like funny. But in this chapter, it is literally a a tooth looking thing stabbing the diary. (gasps) Wow. And I I didn't even catch that. Wow. 
I literally, before I even started reading, I was like, spoiler, like pointing to it because it it definitely means something. I'm like, we know about the diary already. So I was kind of like, oh no, this thing's going to get stabbed. Um, too much. So from now on, I'll be ignoring the picture at the beginning of each That's chapter. That's insane. That's way too much. We're going to talk about the diary in a second. Diary in a second. Um, how, what is your guys' impression of Tom Riddle? First impressions of this person. I think at first I like wanted him to be like a friendly person guy. I was just like, let me fill you in on the history of what went on 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. But then as you're reading, you're like, um, okay. Yeah, that was kind of like how Harry took him too. Because he was like, oh, a friendly face. You can help me out. But that, I mean, that didn't last long. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't really trust him. It's just odd, the discussion. Like, Harry seems to trust him too quickly. And then even Dumbledore, he wasn't, like, telling Dumbledore what was going on. But now with Tom, he's just, like, assuming he's there to help. I was like, you're in the Chamber of Secrets right now. You don't have friends here. There is literally a body limp on the floor over there. And Harry's like just hanging out as if they're they're buddies. Yeah, that's true. But then it makes sense as to why Ginny believed him. So and followed. Yeah. Like if Harry Potter was like kind of fooled. I I wonder if his circumstances, though, again, with the panic thing, like I wonder with Ginny on the floor, like was he not thinking clearly because he was like, what do I do? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. There's there's also just interesting character descriptions with Tom Riddle too of how bored he was with Jenny and how constantly he says I was just so bored listening to her. But then he talks about but I I know how to like manipulate people and I know how to um charm them and like get them mm. on my side. So he's very manipulative. Which is interesting cuz then he draws a direct comparison with Harry. He's like look at how similar we are even in how we look. Like we mm, look very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um so there's weird comparisons between how similar they are to each other, Harry and Tom Riddle. They're both orphans. Hogwarts mm. is really their home. Um, but one shows good and the other shows evil. I was yeah. going to say, it's like what mm-hmm. you choose. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Why did Harry fling his wand to the side? This kid, he's throwing oh invisibility gosh. cloaks wherever he wants. He's like, oh, I'm out of spot. Wand be gone and just tosses it. I'm like, <laughs> it literally says flung his wand. Don't you have a pocket for this wand or yeah, something? Right. As soon like as a, host, I, a holster for your wand. Right? That's like, what you need to make. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll, be the, be thing. I'll be the shop right next to Ollivander. <laughs> yeah. Ollivander's holsters. <laughs> <laughs> I also That's didn't think true. memories could pick up wands. That feels weird. Maybe he's gotten enough power that he can interact with the physical world. But when it said he yeah, was twirling was Harry's wand, it's like, oh, ooh. Well, he was gaining power. Weird. Yeah. Because Ginny was dying. Yeah. yeah. So he's sucking the life from her. Right? That's what I, think so. I gathered from that. Yeah. yeah. Like the unicorn. That's why he's like no, blurred at the edges. So he's not like perfectly a person. Yeah. So he's like getting more weighty and getting more um, physical. But uh, <laughs> he's getting more uh, like real, but he's not quite real yet. He's still blurred at the edges. Um, I also thought it was interesting going back a little bit that Harry Potter wrote his full name in the journal. Like this is Harry Potter. I don't think I would have done that. Because I feel like his name is so well known. Like, why would you give that away when you don't Mm. even know what this journal is? Harry has weirdness about him where he trusts certain things, but he doesn't trust obvious sources that he maybe should trust. Like, why doesn't he trust Dumbledore to tell him 
it's all Dumbledore, all this stuff. But and he sees a diary and he's yeah. like, my name's Harry Potter. Here's my life story. I feel like it's that <laughs> thing, though, where it's easier to like spill your life secrets to oh, a stranger. So yeah. Yep. You know, and it's those people that are closest to you because they know you so well. Yeah. You're looking at me. No. <laughs> oh, I know. I made a face. <laughs> I was like, do you not agree? <laughs> it wasn't. I was just thinking. No. <laughs> No. Um, there's a few other lines in this too that I think are really important and there's one that I love it goes no one knows why you lost your powers when you attacked me said Harry abruptly I don't know myself but I know why you couldn't kill me because my mother died to save me my mm-hmm. common muggle born mother love that but he answers uh, or he brings up another interesting point how do you think Voldemort lost his powers? So he wasn't able to kill Harry because of love. Why do you think Voldemort lost his powers? Is it the same idea? Because he's muggle-born, is what you're asking? No. Uh, no. Oh. That's how he lost his powers, yeah. Okay, sorry. I was thinking too much. Could it trade off? A muggle-born evil for a muggle-born mm. <laughs> Good. I don't know. I think <laughs> There's like a little exchange that happened there. Maybe actually, like a that's actually fascinating. A fascinating point. What if like Harry really showed no signs of magic up until that point? Maybe he was a squib, and it was like this exchange that happened where all of Voldemort's powers went into Harry, and so that's why mm. maybe that's something weird like huh. that happened. Yeah, I also don't know why he huh? was explaining all this. It felt like a little weird, like. He's monologuing. Just like, stop. Like, you're giving away information. Yeah. It actually felt like Voldemort yeah. didn't understand this until this moment. And I don't know if memories are the same. Like, then does yeah. real Voldemort know? Or is the memory a separate entity? I don't know. But it did feel weird that he was giving that information out. Hmm. I thought so, too. Why were you saying that? <laughs> and then here's the last question I want to ask for this chapter before we stop and listen to the last chapter. How do you think Tom actually concealed himself in the diary? Like, like, how does that magic work? Can you elaborate a little bit on that question? So, like, Tom Riddle writes this diary, and Ginny pours all of her thoughts and feelings into it, and then all of a sudden he's consuming the life of Ginny. Like, how does that actually happen? Mm. And like, how do you? And like, even just on the basis base of it, let's like talk about you're writing a journal, and is it just like a magical spell where you can be like, I want to, because his responses are like in the present. It's not like you're asking Google a question. It's searching history. It's like, no, I'm responding to this at this moment. It's almost like Tom Riddle is in the diary in some way. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Is it like a piece of him or like a spirit maybe. to keep something alive? Like he created a little little AI of himself or he something weird. He probably put himself everywhere. Remember when he like disappeared? When he got blasted, when he hit Harry yeah, and he disappeared. He would have made Could this diary of him. 40 years before that? 42 years that's or whatever, whatever it is. So even back then as a student. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What was he doing to... Hmm, did he have to write all the information in there? But yeah. And Harry ahead. went into this thing too. So the diary also could contain memories from the past and a memory that can travel to the future or in the present mm. or whatever it is. But if you're so prideful too, you're probably like keeping tallies on everything of how powerful you became. Mm. So maybe as he was a teenager or whatever, he's just like, 
I'm so good. I'm going to keep this mm. journal and yeah. the future will know how powerful it be. Mm. Um, maybe. But then going back even further, I was like, how did Ginny... So she got the journal, but what made her open it and write in it? Or like, I don't know. Because like, how mm. did she start a conversation with him? Because if I just got a journal and they couldn't figure out why it was empty... Maybe oh, because she just started. I was gonna say she would just start writing diary entries, and I'm sure she was gushing about Harry Potter. And then it was like, okay, "Hmm." yeah, me, Harry Potter, yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Is this like a knowledge is power kind of thing where just knowing about things? Well, no, that doesn't, it's too physical. The memory gains power Mm. from. So there's like, this isn't a spoiler by any means. This is actually not really in the universe at all, but she's kind of talked about this a bit. Um, There, we I don't think we've seen this yet. I don't think this description has come up, but in Dumbledore's office, there are pictures of all the old headmasters. Yeah, that was in this one. So that was in this one, perfect. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between those paintings and other paintings in the castle. Other paintings in the castle are just of people. And uh, um, those have... They, you can interact with those and ask questions, but they don't have a depth of understanding of, of, of like, they're not like an individual. They're not like a person where like they have obviously <laughs> there's still like soul attached to that. With some of the headmasters is encouraged. They paint those people, they paint those portraits of the headmasters early on in their headmaster career. And the headmaster is actually encouraged to go sit in front of that portrait for about 15 minutes a day and talk to the portrait. So the portrait gets to know them on a more personal level and can actually become closer aligned with that person and like actually know who they are. Hmm. So maybe it's the same thing with the diary where like because this is a magical object Tom is Tom Riddle is pouring all his heart out into this thing and the, the diary just gets to know him to the point where it can respond for him until Tom is ready to take form or something like that. Hmm. Maybe. That would make sense. That's so weird. But we haven't encountered a magical object like that though. Yeah, but we're seeing things like that. Hmm. I mean, even the car, at first it felt like a lifeless thing that could fly. And now it's a Tarzan in the woods. So I feel like it's like they're creating these things that then go on to have their own identities. So even if this diary is not directly Voldemort anymore, maybe it was just some lifeless entity that then started to have an identity crisis and thinking it actually was. But maybe it was an animal that got turned into a journal. Maybe it was some other thing Mm. that got turned into a car. Wow, fascinating. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) My brain is still working. The car car was acting like a dog. Yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Could it be like the robots come alive? Kind of like what you were saying. It's like (laughs) it took a life of its own. I love that idea. And it uses this power to catfish an 11-year-old? This feels so <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, why? I mean, we'll learn more in the next chapter, but... Oh, no. You guys want to head to the next chapter? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to listen to the next chapter, and we will Woo! be back in a second on the podcast time. So... We know... Percy is only kissing Penelope Clearwater, guys. <laughs> They That's were only exactly kissing. That's why we started off like this. I knew you guys didn't know the end of the book, so we had to get that in there. They were just kissing, guys. Ah, yes. <laughs> what did you think of it? What did you think of that chapter? There was a lot in it. It answered a lot. Mm. 
<laughs> what do you think of Tom Riddle's backstory? We got a little bit more. What, what was what was the extra information that we got on Tom Riddle's backstory? Hmm. Did we get more? We got more. We just got the, the Malfoys. No. Yeah. Malfoys have something to do. <laughs> They're, they are part of the dark side secretly giving out journals right diaries so that's so how jimmy got in it trouble get caught they probably maybe they knew the extent of the journal the diary or maybe they just wanted him to get they had to have known yeah the way dumbledore said it made it sound like they knew and it was to Ginny very specifically yeah almost like if they didn't have that opportunity oh no, no it wasn't even just like random they approached the weasleys in the bookstore right mm -hmm. So yeah, that was like little, his mission. He was in like... In a little fight, yeah. Yep. I feel like he went in with that purpose because it was all to avoid the Ministry of Magic inquiries from Mr. Weasley. That's like huh. pretty fiendish. It's so you clever. think he wanted to get rid of it rather than like plant it? Oh, I think it was kind of both. I think it was more he wanted to get Mr. Weasley out of his job. That's what I was thinking. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm reading into it in a weird way, but no. I thought it was like he chose Ginny yeah. so that Ginny would look very guilty Mr. Weasley would be out of a job and then he could keep his secret thing in the kitchen in his house. Isn't that what Draco said? Something about they've got some yeah. thing hidden underneath the house. Like trap yeah. door or something. So he's clearly got some some crazy stuff going on at the house. And they've got long term plans with whatever they've got, and it's easier to do what they're doing if Mr. Weasley's out of the way. Yeah. But how is he not in jail? They just couldn't prove it. I guess they've got a got innocent till proven yeah. guilty yeah. kind of Lots thing. Of it's Stupid innocent proven till proven guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like it's one of those where he is so guilty, but you yeah you cannot definitively prove it yet. I guess. Um, mm. So he should be in jail. He should be in Azkaban right now. And even when Harry came up and was telling the whole story, and then he's like, "Oh, but what if they expel her? Maybe I won't tell the whole thing." I'm like, man, when is he going to learn and just tell everything to Dumbledore and his people? Like, he was about to literally keep that a secret, the whole diary and the Ginny thing. Like, Dumbledore knew, clearly. But what if he didn't and Harry just kept this a secret? Then they wouldn't know that Lucius was the one who put it there. They wouldn't have, like, what if Dumbledore truly was in the dark at this point? Then this little moment of, should I tell him, could have actually had consequences. So Harry still has some learning to do as far as trusting Dumbledore and oh, yeah. others. And I thought it was interesting too in this chapter that you kind of learn a little bit of Tom Riddle that he was a, probably the best student that Hogwarts has ever had. Oh, yeah. mm. um, like he was brilliant. He knew how to do magic probably more than anybody else could. Even Hermione, we maybe have the second best student that Hogwarts has ever had <laughs> in Hermione. And Voldemort was even more skilled than her. I think it's an interesting They're little back, back point. both muggle-born too. Well... No. His mom was a... Mom. mom was a muggle. Mom was a witch. Voldemort's. Voldemort's. Yeah. Voldemort's mom was a witch. So then the mom must have been very powerful. Yeah. If it's just one-sided, I find yeah, that yeah. interesting. Yeah, for sure. <gasps> Maybe that's something to do with the love thing, too. I don't know. Because if Harry was half... No, I don't know. No, because his mom was a witch. Yeah, mom was a witch. I don't know. All right, never mind. Let's well, I also think that was a nice confirmation here that like Harry actually got some power from Voldemort. 
like yeah that's kind of solving like the yeah like connection. Dumbledore confirmed that like the connection maybe was formed right then mm. was there a connection before though I still don't know hmm. and what was his motivation still don't know don't yeah know so you guys were talking about that and it definitely confirmed a little bit of that yeah mm-hmm. I thought that was good and then there's just great lines in here never trust anything that can't think for itself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see its brain yeah. And then a great Dumbledore line. It is our choices that make us what we are far more than our mm. abilities. Yep. We were talking about that too. Yeah. yeah. This is the whole chosen moment so motif. Smart. Like, yeah, you guys literally just mentioned that probably like 20 minutes before we stopped to listen to this chapter. It was, <laughs> it was about how and one chose what was good and one chose what was bad. Mm-hmm. How much do we hate Lucius Malfoy? A lot. Oh, yeah. How do they always get away with stuff, these evil people? I know. What do you guys think of Dobby? It was they were collective yays <laughs> when we were listening. When Dobby is free. Well, that was the only part of the chapter everyone was. He like, was such Yay. a conundrum because Wait, it's I'm like, still a little confused though. What? How he got free, like did Harry put the diary in the sock? So yeah, so that Lucius would take the sock off and throw it. And but then he like it was like threw he it. Gave it well, and Dottie then Dobby it. like it. lunged so it across ex- the room like a receiver or was probably. this like did, like did Dobby know what was chance. going on? He probably just like went like this. I just don't I felt a little weird to yeah. me. Yeah. Is like an image it, in they that found book? a loophole and um, I'm like I think the opening image in that book is Dobby just has a sock on his head. Like yeah. it just kind of fell on his head. Uh, okay. I I like that a little better. It just I thought it was going to be more distinct. Like I could tell where it was going when Harry's rushing down the hallway, but I thought it was going to be like Lucius was thrown off in a moment and just like handed yeah. it to Dobby. I thought we were going to see that line it. distinctly. That's so wait, can I see that? Yeah, I almost wish it was more distinct. Where like he just gives it out of a moment. Yeah, of like if this is what determines the, his entire future. It just feels odd that it could be an accident. You know, like not an intentional symbol of you are free. Like, yeah, Harry's Harry's a decent manipulator. He should have been able to fluster Lucius Malfoy to the point where he just right forgets that he has a sock in his hand and hands it to Dobby. Like do that to a little bit just to make, I don't like the idea that he kind of like threw it. Yeah, I guess so. But I still, I'd rather like Lucius give him the sock than just throw it away. Yeah. So that's why I think it felt like a little cheapened that Dobby got free by accident because he happened to be there. Like, well, that was the whole point though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he never would have been freed. This is like literally slavery, right? And we're saying that the slavery is entirely dismissed if someone accidentally is gets a piece of clothing mm-hmm. touched. You know, like mm-hmm. I thought it had to be more, we can find loopholes or something that gets, you know, but, but I thought it had to be an actual physical like handoff or something. Did, or like though. a will, like. Yeah, like with, with intention. Right. Yeah, right. like it couldn't okay. be, well, I guess it could be accidental because they had it to be would. careful about it. Well, like he stuff. like. Tossed it, which is like giving it, That's and he caught part. it. But it, <laughs> well, he was saying just like, like he had to intentionally like give it with in his mind, like right. That's how I viewed it a little bit. But, but then again, early they did say that like they have to be careful not to, mm, yeah, mm. accidentally give again with intention because mm. it's like a high stakes game of keep up. The sock is flying through the air, and he's mm-hmm. like, "If I make contact with that sock before it hits the yeah, ground, right? yeah. I'm free forever. Mm-hmm. But if I drop it, then I don't. You know, like that just feels too haphazard to determine his freedom. Too much is left up to chance on something like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys? 
Dobby to me in this book went from a, the most annoying character in the entire book. I I didn't like Dobby when I first started reading this more than I didn't like Lockhart. Right. Mm. I was like, yep. can we get this stinking character out of the yeah. books? And by I was the gonna end, say, he's such a conundrum. Yeah. By the end, when he's free, you're like, this is my favorite character. <laughs> I love Dobby so much. Yeah. He's like the best in the end. Um, <laughs> it's funny how that just switches in your mm. head. But I know a lot of people that just even after this book they just don't like Dobby at all. For me, it was a, it was definitely like at the end I just I'm I was so glad he, he got freed. You kind of like understand his backstory, you understand where he comes from. Pieces fall together. You're like, oh, he's the Malfoys. Terrible life. So glad he's free. It's like mm, immediately yep. once you like walk a mile in a person's shoes, you're like immediate empathy and sympathy for a person that was once annoying, which is like the same thing we should have for Con Creevy. Mm. <laughs> he's annoying but he has an interesting backstory maybe. <laughs> maybe um was Dobby able to do magic it looks like it I felt like he did yeah yeah I, I felt like Lucius like, was scared of him actually yeah. like yeah. he's like ooh so did he just disappear yeah do you crack? think elf magic is as powerful as wizard magic or I think more really? I'm like I feel like he's a natural he didn't go to school for this he's just like He's crushing it. I mean, the same spell or charm or whatever it was that got Harry in trouble with the the cake. What was it at the beginning on the fridge? Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. and then he just disappears. We haven't seen anyone disappear like this yet. Yeah. We know Dumbledore can be invisible, but it feels like he's next level powerful. Mm. Yeah. At least with certain things. Yeah, it's interesting too that these ones are the the ones that are enslaved to humans mm. or to wizards. That's an interesting one. But maybe when they're slaves, they can't use their magic to mm. full capacity. Is that oh, yeah. Saying? Right. Ah, Restricted in certain ways. Yeah. yeah. And then that's why Malfoy was like, oh, no, you're free. What if he used mm. magic to catch the sock before it hit the ground? Would he still be free? Oh, wow. What if he was hiding under the bed on a random day and caught a slipper as it fell <laughs> off the bed? You know, like anything. I just feel like you that's really too hate weird. that. Yeah. I don't like it. It, it wasn't satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> I almost like the idea that his magic is restricted until he's free and then he yeah. can actually do magic properly. I mm. like that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's irresponsible for Dumbledore to let Harry have the diary back? And not go down the hallway with him. Yeah. He's just like, oh yeah, run down after this really powerful wizard who clearly works for Voldemort. Have fun with it. <laughs> Why? Because uh, he felt probably weird. knows it doesn't work anymore. Like, when he said it, didn't it stop working? Yeah. I mean, I feel maybe. like this is totally Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't be that sure about this yeah, in this world of like four dimensional chess. Like he could pretend he's dead, but he's not. I also don't trust Lockhart at all. Like. I don't think Harry and Ron are qualified to identify whether a memory charm truly worked. Maybe Lockhart is pretending that he doesn't have his memories. But I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that diary and Lockhart need to go through some serious interrogation yeah. before they're cleared for uh, a- exit into the world. It just seemed too haphazard to me. Like he does, Dumbledore hasn't studied this yet. He doesn't know anything <laughs> about it. He doesn't know if the powers are really, really broken. And maybe mm. the powers are broke from the outside, but maybe there's something... It seems like dark magic. Maybe there's something deeper in there that he just doesn't mm. know about yet. And he's just like, Harry's like, can I have the diary? Yeah. Take a sock with you. It's a little crazy. <laughs> but again, I, I do trust Dumbledore. I trust that he believe, like he, he understands what's going on. I feel like he knows the most. His motives are great. And he, he has a lot of things under control. So I'm just like waiting to see. I want to know more before I judge it too harshly. But... At a glance, this did feel mm-hmm. absurd. So how'd you like uh, anything else in this chapter that you liked? How'd you like this chapter? 
I think it was satisfying. Like it like mm. solved some of the uh, questions you had. How Ginny got the diary. More about Malfoy. More about Tom Riddle. A lot of answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't Lucius get um, punished for threatening eleven governors or all of them or oh, whatever yeah. it was? That was interesting. Feels like at least there could be proof there, right? Yeah testifying in court or something we need to start building a case against lucius malfoy (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think um definitely a classic case of money as well Hmm. malfoy seemed like a very rich family i'm sure they give a good amount of money to the Hmm. ministry of magic and to hogwarts like do we really want to lose that amount of money that we get how they make their money Oof, that's a good question great question how do wizards make money like that hmm look into that in the future who was uh who's your favorite character in these these uh four chapters hermione (laughs) (laughs) she's petrified for the whole thing (laughs) Uh, she had the answers in her hand no that that uh yeah Yeah. bad timing that was great for her i feel like uh she crushed it but but your favorite was (laughs) harry yes he did all the work. Yeah. Shout out to the he's Phoenix. He's a little too, annoying though, because he's not like following any. He just free. I don't know. Yeah, he's just what? hoping for the best and going for it. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go with Harry this time. I feel like I haven't chosen him yet. Yeah, Harry, I like I like your shout out to the Phoenix too. I feel like the Phoenix deserved mm-hmm. it. Made a big difference. Why didn't you hear you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Give a little shout out to Dobby too, even if I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Good little shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think was your favorite part of these five chapters or these four chapters? Remember, it was Aragog, the Chamber of Secrets, the Heir of Slytherin, and then Dobby's reward. Dobby getting freed. I really liked that. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you, I, I, maybe I'll throw that on the podcast if, I, if we can hear it. Because everyone, as soon as we listen to that part, everyone's like, <laughs> yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was recording during yeah, that? I recorded That's funny. <laughs> I think Dobby's being set free was probably my favorite thing too. Mm. It reminded me so much of Aladdin and the genie. Yeah. Last oh, wish. Yep. Manipulate it. And... <laughs> oh no, that was with the it genie. Different a little bit. Right? Aladdin chose to do it. Well, Harry chose to through. <laughs> yeah, through someone else. I don't know. One of the times it was manipulation too. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of Aladdin too. I don't remember. There's a lot in um, I liked when uh, Harry stabbed the basilisk. Oh, yeah. yeah Tense moment. Oh, that whole phoenix scene was great, Yeah, that whole too. scene, it was captivating. When Excited. Tom Riddle's watching him, he like cry. Oh, look, he's crying. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such a good uh, defender for you. And then he was healing him. Oh, it was so good. So I good. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was I great. love, too, how they're, like, there are facts in the wizarding world Tom Riddle is one of the best students, is the right. best student they've ever had. And he didn't know that Phoenix feather or Phoenix tears heal. Like it was something he said, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like, I first of all, I it struck me as weird that he forgot. I'm like, this guy's the most brilliant student. Hermione wouldn't have forgotten that. Mm-mm. But I also like the fact that there's probably really deep parts of magic that, like I'm sure the Phoenix tears healing isn't very often discussed. Maybe Hermione doesn't know that. Maybe there's mm. other parts in ma- the magical realm that are so deep that are so like, intense that very few people know about them mm. like i feel like the phoenix is yeah. part of that 
But I'm thinking Tom Riddle was of like dark magic. So why would he want to know anything that's Great healing? Point. Well, I feel like he probably knew. But when your mind is so focused on self, you kind of tend to forget and that's mm-hmm. yeah. details. Yeah. And some of it is so like uh, weird and fantastic. Even the Chamber of Secrets, people were saying, oh, that's not real. It was only like. 50 years ago where it was open and now already people are like oh that whole thing it's like yeah it's rumors we're not sure about that so i feel like a lot of that must happen too where they're like oh yeah sure phoenix tears oh i've never seen a phoenix cry so how would that work you know um so maybe he knew or just didn't believe it or it was part of some story urban mid or urban myth or like legend like yeah like yeah phoenix tears have feeling powers yeah sure we never ever have seen a phoenix cry I'm sure no one has probably seen a phoenix cry mm. in this entire book so it's like harry saw a very rare event that just happened and um, that it was called to harry because yeah. he's loyal oh yeah it senses his loyalty mm-hmm. that's cool love that and i love how dumbledore acknowledges that you must have showed me a lot of loyalty and he got the that. sword of gryffindor which was so cool because he was questioning if he was belonging there mm. and then he got the sword only a gryffindor would get be able to receive that he got sword. his answer <laughs> what else is in this sorting hat it's like yeah, a Mary right, Poppins right. bag. You just <laughs> yeah. like reach in. That's like, true, yeah. Like, can other houses reach in and find other little cool things? He asked you know? for it, though. He did? Mm-hmm. Like, with his mind. He said, I need help or something. Oh, oh, oh. I got gotcha. you. Sword. Then, <laughs> like, sword I love that. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, Gryffindor has a sword. Do you think the other members of the... Or the other founders have objects? Mm. The armor like, do you think theme? Yeah, maybe... Uh, no, nah, there's got to be a good old shield in there. Right? <laughs> But what else? I feel like the shield of Hufflepuff would be. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Yeah. The helmet of Ravenclaw and then. Ooh, for their minds. What the, would Slytherin be? The whip of Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> Something I mean, that's, that's like Snake-esque. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. The boots. Stomp on things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe. How'd you guys like this whole book? It was good. It was really good. good. Yeah. I feel like it keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you, though, how you couldn't really figure it out because I wasn't theorizing on who there was. So it's like. And now if at the end of the chapter, I don't think this book would have. I think I like the first one because it feels more like a mystery to me. And you read the second one in light of the first one. But the, the second one is just completely different where you it's it's not so much you're trying to figure out the story. Well, you are, but it's more like the end brings you rewards for something, some things that you didn't know previously that you're like, Oh, I'm discovering more in this world. And it's not just like a mystery story. It's like, there's different depths to it that I can understand. Yeah. And it was kept from you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you guys like it better or worse than the other one? Worse for me. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like it was good I enjoyed it but the ending like you said just wasn't as satisfying but the ending brings up really fun things for future books um, or frustrating things with Lucius out there so it's great because it's building this world that I'm really falling in love with but it's uh, it wasn't the most satisfying ending not to be a Debbie Downer but (laughs) I thought the opposite of you hmm because I feel like it, I like answers to all these questions and I feel like I got mm. all my answers to everything mm. I was questioning in this book. Yeah. Are we left with any questions now? We did get a lot of answers, yeah. which is great. Yeah. 
We got a lot of answers in this. I one. feel like all the small cool. details that you wanted, you got. Yeah, it's just big Which things. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. still a few more things with the yeah, Voldemort Harry true. connection and the love thing. And mm-hmm. did Voldemort, the real Voldemort, learn anything from what memory Voldemort hmm. got from Harry? Like, mm-hmm. was that is that connection alive, or mm-hmm. did all of the things Harry mentioned did they just kind of fade away when the memory got stabbed? So there are a few questions, but. Nothing too crazy. But 400 points for Gryffindor? Come on. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. <laughs> I was... Oh, on. my gosh. They finally realized they I'd had to make so up for annoyed. the trolls. They were like, you know what? Let's just combine it all. <laughs> if I was Slytherin, I'd be a little annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. They had it in the bag two years, and then the last second points come in. and Well, Slytherin, you lost by probably 300 points this year. <laughs> but we'll find out some secrets next time. Maybe. We'll find out some answers to the questions that we have maybe as we go on throughout the rest of the books. We'll see. <laughs> but I can't wait to keep doing this. This yeah. is so much fun to me. So we are on to Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Thanks for joining us on our journey of Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. This journey has been so much fun for all of us. We are on book three right now, and the story just keeps getting better and better. That's what I keep telling Jen, Kristen, and Danny. So we're very excited to keep doing this journey of Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. Again, give us a good rating and review. That would mean the world to us. So thanks again for listening.